What's up, Georgia football fans? My name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 305 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. I'm joined today in studio by my two co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller. This is a typical off-season show for us. It's G-Day week, and we talk a little bit about the spring game, but we hit on many other topics during this recording, such as the Mike White basketball hire in a bit more in-depth. Um, and also the dogs, they have a big home SEC series versus the Aggies this weekend in college baseball. So there is a quick college baseball discussion amongst the three of us. And speaking of the three of us, we just finished our spring break. So we also share what we did last week, in case you were wondering. There is some buy or sell at the end of the show and also a discussion on the 2022 college football non-conference games to keep an eye on. And that's always a fun topic. It's a solid show today, and we thank you for tuning us in. Hope you enjoy episode 305. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Yours is on too. I'm not sure I remember what to do. <laughs> it's been a while. Definitely press record. It's recording, okay, but, and there's something that it shows. I see a waveform, and it's in red. It's a red. So I guess form? that means it's recording. The okay. waveform in red is dancing. Mm. I mean, that was a workshop version. Um, hey, so uh, here's a question that I always forget: uh, When do we consider the end? Of, not right now. It's not. It's not until the start of the actual. It'll be much it's when we start previewing like the SEC yeah. and stuff, right? I love. Okay. Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. This is Tony Waller. I'm joined by Will and Scott. Oh, Will H., yes. I love that a recurring theme of this podcast is when is the actual I really start. Right? Over. I really, it really over. is amazing. If, if we could just start over, we would definitely have an end date, but we never yeah, established we never one in the first five seasons. So I think you're right. I think it's when we start previewing the mm-hmm. next season. I mean, it's as reliable as me screwing up the first name of George's offensive coordinator at this point. <laughs> and how, long, how many times did you mess up Chris Smith last year? All the times. Yeah. Listen, I said Nick from many times. Well, so. and, and it became a, a, a <laughs> term of, of endearment. It became yeah. a Jekyll and Hyde sort of yeah, situation. Definitely kind of a Jekyll and Hyde. Um, first off, before we get going, I'd like to note uh, that we are drinking tonight Woodford Reserve. It's delicious. And it comes to us from Colin McRae. Colin McRae is a regular listener to this podcast. I believe Tony knows I talked to Colin well. this evening. Oh, did you? I'll be done. I did. I did. So uh, Colin uh, is the host. Uh, I saw met Colin in Savannah. Because uh, I was at the Savannah Book Festival, which was really, really fun. And uh, he runs a running group, a running group and book club. Oh, that's right up your alley. Yeah. So And so they actually were discussing how lucky in the book club, but he did not tell the running group that I was coming. And so I actually went on a run with them that morning. And, uh, and Alexa went with me as well. And but we did not mention that I was the author of the book, and then I think a couple people figured it out. And then we went upstairs and all had coffee and talked about the book, which was really really fun. And Colin was very welcoming, um, and very very friendly, and I had a great time talking to him in his book club. And he specifically asked us to. Uh, he's like, when you, when you go, bring this, bring, bring the bring the Woodford. I would love to have you announce at the podcast that that's what you're drinking. And so I I almost forgot. Well, it's, it's been good a while. you brought it because we had no bourbon. That here. that is actually what reminded me because uh, Scott texted me texted saying we need some stuff because t- Scott's drinking red wine right now. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a, we have some red wine, some truly, and some seltzer. And yeah, like, yeah, that's like, yeah. pretty much it. We have Man, vodka. It really has been seltzer, a seltzer, beer. Yeah. I'm going to a yeah, this like feels, sorority mixer. Yeah, yeah. We, what are we doing? Well, I mean, my wife lives upstairs. 
True. That's a good point. I didn't <laughs> know that. most of the drinking. Uh, but for what it's worth, uh, so I was delighted. That reminded me that Colin had given given me this. So I'm glad. Thank you, Colin. It is being uh, drunk uh, uh, and enjoyed well by Tony and I. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome because normally when I go to his house uh, in Savannah, he's, he's a Georgia law grad. Mm-hmm. So I used to in Savannah. He uh, he restricts me to the Kentucky gentleman. So mm-hmm. this is uh, this is a nice step up. Thank you, Colin. That's not true. He doesn't let me have any of his bourbon. Um. So, guys, we have we are now Monday before G Day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have wondered where where I've been tweeting about uh, why I've not been tweeting about G Day, I spent some time thinking about how little I know about spring practice and why. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I know exactly why. It's that banner at the top of Sanford Stadium, right? Spring I'm glad practice you said that. doesn't matter that much I'm to me. Now, that. listen, I, I think it does matter, and I, there's obviously a reason we're we're talking about it, and there's a, you know, there's a reason we're going to the game, or some some people are going to the game. Um, but it, it just is a framework for if I miss someone's name about some third string center uh, that's transferring, keep that in mind uh, yeah. that it is a um, it's totally a byproduct of. It matters less right now to me because Georgia Amen. is the reigning I'm, I, you national feel the same way I do. championship. I was, I was, I met my dad for lunch today, and a couple of his coworkers. Well, that's why I hadn't called. Not yet. Yeah, we, we <laughs> chatted today, and a couple of his coworkers immediately, right when I walked in, they bore down like, "What about these transfers? What about Stetson? Do you, how many five stars quarterbacks do they need?" And I'm like, "Guys, I don't care." Yeah. I was like, "I have lost the. You haven't the, lost it. You haven't no, lost. No. It. Well, no, I've lost. I've lost my fatalism." Yeah, you, you know, I, I I just give it let kickoff happen. I oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come, come August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. for August. Yes. But I think this is right. This is this is what I tried to warn you guys. Not even warn you guys about. But no, someone, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and I, that, I think it's great. Like like I remember every time the Cardinals have won the World Series, which has happened eleven times. Mm. Um, every every time they win the World Series, I've been alive anyway. Um, I don't want spring training to start, and I don't want the season to start, yeah. Yeah, because every yeah. single one of those is a time that my team is not the champion. Yeah. It gets closer, like until the college football championship game of next year. Sure, Georgia is the, the champ. They may still be the champs then, but I know they are now, and it does lead to inherently, particularly with as long as Georgia fans have yep. waited for this. I would argue if you are feeling this way. Not, not just you guys, the listeners. I'm sure the, a lot of listeners feel the same way. But uh, I think there's probably two different ways to feel about this. One is this way, and one is the, I can't believe they're bringing Stetson back. What's <laughs> all the transfers and so, and so on and whatnot. Um, uh, Stetson's going to compete for that job or whatever. Um, I, those are the two separate types of people. I would argue that your reaction to this is the sane, normal, please embrace that. You're, you've done nothing wrong. It doesn't make you less of a Georgia fan. It doesn't right. mean that you've lost your intensity. It doesn't mean that like somehow you're just enjoying it, which is what's supposed to happen. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to enjoy it. Come Labor Day, when they, when they play the Ducks, quack, quack. <laughs> that's, 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 actual that's Dan thing. Landing's good. Yeah, yes. And, uh, when it happens, then we'll get all fired up. And when they, when they, if they, when, but Sutton, Gets a ball batted down at the line. We'll be like, ah, rah, 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 rah. but until then, like for crying out loud, soak all of this up and enjoy it. You know, one thing I thought about: who's the protagonist in Office Space? Uh, Michael. Yeah, Ron, Ron, Ron Livingston. No, Ron Livingston. Office, yeah. Doesn't he have well, a point space. in that yeah. office? What did I say? No, you, office, you said you office said space. space. Tony, yeah. isn't there a point? And it's been a while since I've seen the movie where he just doesn't care anymore, and he yeah, starts he knocking him, over his desk. He gets him hypnotized, and he's kind of like, yeah. That's how I feel right now yeah. when it comes to Georgia and the Braves. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think that's a Which, good Which, this is a good feeling. Like, I, embrace I, yeah. it. Love no, it. I am. Embrace it. Because I know that there is a certain culture. And listen, this, is, this can be a good way to kind of preview G-Day a little bit and really kind of everything that's going on. I can do that. We can do that. We can just be like, ah, isn't it great? Oh, yeah, spring, G-Day. Sure, this will be fun. Whatever. We'll find out whoever that guy is. We won't see anything. But whatever. It's cool to be out here. And whatever. And this transfer's coming. No big deal. But like... Kirby Smart and his staff can't do that. No, no. And this is why I guess my college football coaches are insane. <laughs> this is why I, I we were discussing winning time earlier about the, the really, really great, uh, not really great, but the totally fun HBO Max show about the Lakers. And uh, Red Arbach uh, is a character in it. He's played by Michael Chiklis, who played uh, okay, yeah. who played who played, who the, played the commish, the Shield, the Shield, yes, the Shield. And um, and he talks about. He has a conversation with John C. Riley, who's the owner of the owner of the Lakers, who has just shown up and just wants to win and beat the Celtics. He's like, see, the problem is, is you enjoy your life. This is what Red Arbuck tells me. He's like, you enjoy your life. If you win, you'll be happy and you'll dance around. And you'll feel totally great about it. I will. I will be happy. At, not at all, because all I have to do is silence that maw, that gets, fill that empty hole at the middle of me that just has to win all the time. Mm-hmm. Winning brings me no joy, but losing causes misery. Mm-hmm. So I don't get to enjoy this very much at all, because the problem with you is you're going to actually enjoy your victories. And so I'm going to beat you because I will not enjoy <laughs> anything, which is a really interesting thing and also something that an insane person would say. We don't have to be coaches. We can just be like, we, this is so great that we won. Kirby Smart can't be that way. No. Yeah. And the coaching staff can't be that way. And the players, and more to the point, the players can't be that way. And it's that rat poison. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's that rat poison, right. And the rat poison of like, you know, winning a national championship and, and ending 40 years of uh, frustration and misery. Oh no. Uh, that, I'm sure it'll somehow become the media's fault in one way or the other. Uh, but I do think that it is, uh, uh, I think it's okay to enjoy and it's okay to go into this being like, yeah, let's just, yeah, no, I, like, I, I have I have approached this since January 10th that I will worry about next season no earlier than uh, July 31st. Like SEC just, media days. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. Right, I, and, and I had not really thought about my mindset at all about that. Then I started thinking about us recording tonight. It's like... You got to bring an edge. It's like, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Yes, that's since the quarterback. Um, this is a sort of expert analysis you can only get from wait since last Saturday. <laughs> Darnell Washington. Oh, Gilbert's back. I think. I think I've heard that. But um, so, you know, we have I, – I think it is an interesting way. I, I just got back from a conference in New Orleans, uh, and, and nearly everyone there knows I'm a pretty diehard Georgia fan. And it's, it's interesting how – uh, it's interesting how some of the people there, they're Alabama fans, particularly the people who work at Alabama, were like, it's like, how you doing? I was like, I'm doing great. Man. He's like, yeah, everything's been great. He's like, he's like, you're not, you're not worried about, you're not worried about next season? I was like, no, I do <laughs> Next season's next season. I was like, I'm currently, he's like, he's like, wait till you win the second one. And it's like, okay, I can't That's wait. Fine. Trust yeah, me, right, I right, cannot right. wait. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. but I agree with you. It's I like, like the fact that you said that almost as like a warning. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, yeah, sure, that'll be totally rough for me. I hope I'm able to handle yeah. that. But I think you make a good point. It's like, I, I think you're right. I, I don't think Kirby Smart or the players can be that way. Of course, you know, Kirby Smart can't afford to be that way. Right. His agent right now is negotiating a somewhere in the neighborhood of $80 million mm-hmm. deal to continue coaching Georgia Bulldogs. Um, the other part about it is that... Um, I don't. I'm about to say something controversial here. I don't, Do it. I don't actually believe how much I think someone should be the starting player 
affects the coach's opinions. Mm. Well, not with that attitude, it won't. <laughs> I mean, to be, but be perfectly honest, a lot of my, uh, not obsession, but during the season, certainly, but a lot of my paying attention to is gleaning some glimmer of hope. I don't need hope. I got faith. Yeah. I've seen things now. I think mm-hmm. that's right. And I think it makes you give them the benefit of the doubt yes. on just about everything because, yeah. I mean, listen, remember in the early days. Trevion Walker, quarterback? Yeah. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> You're the boss. I mean, that's the thing. Remember in the early days when I would get after Kirby for being so bad with the media and being right. so grouchy toward the yeah. media. But at a certain level, the problem was not that, like, please respect the, the, the sensitive ears of the media. It was that, like, no, you don't really get to talk like that when you just lost at home to Vanderbilt last right. year. Like, now. proof of concept man like they've got it and listen there will be a time if they don't win a national championship next year that little button's gonna come back it's like oh is it only a one time thing maybe that's it it's a one off and we thought we thought that it was gonna be this dynasty but it turned out Georgia only won that one title because Alabama had wide receiver injuries Mm. and it all just (laughs) landed correctly and we all think that's silly and and, but like if they don't win this year it'll be like Maybe and if they win this year, they'll be like, "Well, Alabama had five, so you've only got two. And that that will all happen eventually. Now is the one time it doesn't happen. I I encourage everyone to enjoy it and just soak it all in because right now you're only eventually you're competing against yourself or you're competing yeah. against the Alabama's legacy or all this other stuff. But right now you're only competing about the four against the forty years before they won the championship and you won. <laughs> you you won that battle and I, I think it's something that can be truthfully and, and totally justifiably I think we'll be turned up plenty and as we always have been once that Oregon game week hits and we see Dan Lanning and Bo Nix on the <laughs> other side of the field. When we actually start our new season. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> um, and we get to start hating our coaches, other coaches again, and yeah. like getting annoyed by their fans again. Like yeah, we don't even know we might hate Billy Napier eventually. Yeah. I mean, I know we will. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I hate Billy of, Napier. He's a coach at Florida. I know, I know. But I mean, you might have something on the job description. Yeah. Like you don't um, hate Shane Beamer. You don't hate Lane Kiffin. Uh, do Dabo Sweeney now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dabo. Oh boy, Dabo. Oh, so. But no, I, I think there are a couple. Of Big picture things in college football that's worth mentioning. Uh, if if you listen to this podcast, I assume you know Bob Bowlesby has finally stepped down. Uh, I'm not certain whether uh, the SEC has actually secreted him away and he didn't know it. <laughs> but um, that uh, he has stepped down as the Big 12 commissioner uh, after getting pantsed by their two biggest <laughs> yeah. members. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not sure what would get you fired from that job, but it feels like... That feels like, like let's something. just say like like if next week you know like Michigan and Ohio State leave the Big Ten, yeah. Kevin Warren's done. I, I kind of feel like that's not a good sign for Kevin Warren. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so is there any uh, talk? You know, I know when when this whole announcement happened, they were saying that it would be 2025, and everybody's like, "Oh, it'll be sooner." Is there any more talk on it could be sooner, or is it still going to be 2025? I think there's a general assumption that it'll be in 23 or four. Okay. Um, it's hard for me to get my head around it being. 25 for a couple of reasons. Um, the, the first is that um, it's just too much money involved uh, in the SEC. Either has to negotiate um, 
No, that's just negotiated. Was it? No, is it the yeah. college football playoff that switches up, right, or, right, right. or the Big Twelve? Maybe it's the Big Twelve whole uh, grant of rights they have to negotiate. So mm-hmm. there's there's some reason why that that the, the the smart money is on them coming out earlier. When do when do they get Cincinnati and those other teams? I, I think that's part part of it is that maybe that's when they get them in twenty four okay. and trying to play a, a sixteen team. Who knows? I, I mean, you know, teams. I mean, conferences can be pretty petty about these things. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a whole thing with was it James Madison and someone else leaving whatever conference they were in. And literally there were actually the conference hit a lot of backlash because they wouldn't let the those teams because they're leaving the conference mm-hmm. play in the basketball, the men's and women's basketball tournaments. Yeah. And it, it and rightly so. They were like, so now you're punishing students to right. athletes who this is the one like put for basketball. Postseason yeah. tournaments is why, why, why you go there. they play. That's why you go there. So now you're going to be little, little bitches and not let these athletes, because their school made some decision you don't like. Um, I think it's. I think it. it, it right. So they they let them out. Yeah. Um, so it is. Uh, and again, these would be the sort of things I would totally be dialed up about of all these changes if Georgia hadn't just won the national championship. And I'm yeah, we're just calmly discussing it. Yeah. yeah, that and I have uh, Collins free Woodford. So yeah. That helps. It does. It helps too. Uh, but no, so it, is there, it's funny because, again, uh, to be clear, I think I said this every G-Day. I'm not going to G-Day. I don't really even really like G-Day. <laughs> not because I'm against Georgia football. I actually like it. I actually co-host a podcast about it. So I clearly, <laughs> I actually kind of care about it. Uh, but, you know, for, I, it's my longtime sports rule of I just don't go to things, sports things that don't have sports. <laughs> As a general rule, I don't like, uh, I don't go to the baseball winter meetings I don't. I just don't go to stuff to sports things that don't have sports. I like that. I'm into sports because of, I like games. I like. I like watching people do things. I'm perfectly uh, fine tailgating. It's fun to practice yeah. tailgate. This yeah, is when you practice tailgate. tailgate. Yeah. You, you're yeah. on record of saying that when I made that video about yeah. G Day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think ever since like '93 K Day, yeah. that was awesome. But that was yet, fun. That was. But fun. yet I was there for a quarter, and it, one <laughs> it was like 89 degrees, and so we left quickly, and then I, I went. A couple years ago, and I mean, you know, it's kind of tailed off. But yeah. I can't go this year because I'm going to be at a baseball tournament. But if if I were in town, I'd go. I'd go tailgate with you and go for a quarter and then leave. Yeah. I mean, look, I've I don't know. I I, I have a tendency to enjoy. I enjoyed going to G Day when it was a small crowd. Yeah, sure. Um, I did too. That, I enjoyed it more then. Yeah, yeah. The night, and now look, they're selling tickets and look. I get the night three K Day, and I get that you're you're building a recruiting machine, and that's fine. But it's uh. I'm, I'm glad there are people that enjoy being there in a crowded stadium in April. It's not my thing either. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to absolutely go and tailgate because, you know, if you're going to let me on campus and have, <laughs> have you know, my hamburgers, hot dogs, and drinks on uh, April. It's a perfect kickoff April, time Saturday to afternoon. enjoy your tailgate. Yeah, I think we're going we're gonna to tailgate and probably watch the game at the tailgate um, just for, you know, something to do. But um, it's a little price tailgate, right? And it, it's, it's sufficient methadone to get us from, from the end of November to, to August. So... Um, you know, interesting fact, and this will come up later. There's one SEC team that's not doing their G day on a Saturday. Uh, so I got ready for this. I know this one. Yeah. I can't wait because it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you see the pictures of Missouri's coach? By the way, uh, yeah, Missouri's coach went on campus. Uh, Drinkwitch went on campus to sign stuff and give out free donuts to. And literally, the social media person from Missouri put a picture of him alone in the rain carrying donuts, looking for someone. Why would you do that? So I, I mean, I'm assuming yeah, because, they've already had their. M day or whatever. yeah 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 but like he, but they had to show up on campus and mm. meet Coach Drinkwitz and uh, and uh, no one seemed eager to do that. <laughs> mm. I assume that social media person is now the social media person for 
Jefferson County. It's probably some poor sophomore germ student that just yeah. that just is like didn't think through it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Illinois would hard. handle that better. It was such yeah. a good picture. Why don't Why don't you talk about what you did this past weekend? I saw yeah, the pictures online. Yeah. Oh, yeah, So I was back in Champaign this weekend. We were in Florida for spring break, as uh, as always. Uh, but then I flew. Yeah, I have to say, every time I've heard you talk about your friend Mike from your DI days, mm. I had no idea it was a terror. Yeah, 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 I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, the guy from Are We Winning? If you've read that book, that's he's the uh, my Cubs fan friend. But um, yeah, uh, I found out when I was at the Super Bowl that uh, uh, that the, my the Daily Line I media people called me and said that they were having their Daily Line I one fifty celebration this year, which I was thinking of going to anyway because I was at Di one twenty five. I was in school when that happened, and they invited me. Uh, so I was thinking about going anyway, and then they said. Actually, you are uh, you guys elected to the Daily, to the Line Media Hall of Fame with me and uh, uh, I think uh, ten other people, twelve other people, and so it was very exciting. And uh, I got to see a bunch of old classmates. Uh, two people I worked there were two people I worked with the DI that uh, also were inducted with me. One is uh, the White House correspondent for NBC News, uh, who wrote a great book about Rob. Who's that? Uh, her name is uh, Natasha Karecki. She's not the TV correspondent. She, I mean, you, she'll see. She's she related like, to that guy that does the maps and the. Stats. No, 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 no. That's no, that, no. That's uh, that's uh, what's that guy? He's a guest of the Will Leach show, and I've forgotten his name. The Al, Al Roker? No, no. no the guy, the guy that wears the the pant, the khakis, and the the stack guy. Why? Yeah, I, yeah. The, the Karaki. See, see, Steve Kornacki. Oh, okay. that's I Natasha. Kornacki. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is Natasha Karaki. Okay, entirely different person. Okay, but uh, no relation, even though it's spelled completely different. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But uh, she is a, she's a wonderful reporter, and then my friend John J. Kim, who won a Pulitzer Prize for photography from Chicago Tribune. So it was very very cool to be able to do that. And my favorite part was <laughs> after the event was over, uh, uh, we all went to we, because we weren't going to go to a bar because that has young college kids, and we're not going to go do be around them. So we went and just went to the liquor store and just went in the hotel lobby where everyone was saying and just all found a big long table. At the I hotel? At the, at the, not the I hotel, the, one, of the, one of the cheaper hotels downtown. Yeah. Journalists can't afford the I hotel. <laughs> and so we went and I was very proud. God bless my friend Sotera's uh, heart. We famously... In 1995, at his dorm at the Illinois Street Residence Halls, uh, had a mammoth session of NHL 95 where oh. we drank Mad Dog 2020. Oh, and so he Dog brought Wars. some Mad Dog 2020, and oh. we drank Mad Dog 2020. Banana Red is the flavor, or banana and, quote, red were the flavors of uh, the Mad Dog that 2020. I makes me think of the movie Swingers when they were playing NHL yeah. and Big, big Rescue Bleed, Big Rescue yeah. Bleed. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we, it, was a, it was a very fun weekend, and I got, like, a plaque and everything, and I made a little speech and it was it was it was a very nice time and i got to see anyone with any champagne connections lauren tate the great yeah. lauren tate who is uh, was the longtime columnist and radio broadcaster for uh, illinois sports uh, he's 91 years old Good and he still God. does a daily radio show and writes a column three times a week so he is the man i'm just blown away because when i lived there i played golf with him some yeah. and he was like i, I he was old then i knew right? how, i knew he was <laughs> old but i realized he was in his late 70s early 80s yeah, while playing golf 91. With him. he's 91 years so, old so, yeah, yeah. so it was a very nice time it was very, it was a very enjoyable time, and uh, I encourage. The only sad thing I learned because campus has changed a lot. This is the worst way it's changed. Uh, you know those uh, those things they have in Nashville where they're all on the on the tap and they're oh, they're, they're doing the pedal. They're bars? doing the uh, they have the tap where they, they oh where everybody pedals and drinks and drinks. They have those on campus in Champagne, mm. oh, and no one was and no one was pelting them with things, and it felt like they should be pelting them with things. That's why they're not. In Do, are they hosting bachelorette parties with it? Or no, something? they're just dumb students. Just like mm. it, was, uh, it was really. I was really. You know what? I'm gonna pay to drink and also pedal myself. Yeah, around. it was really yeah. depressing. It really felt like. I mean, if you get ten people, it's not. That that hard but yeah, it's it gotta just, be is it flat there 
It's flat. It's okay, well, that's a, very that's flat. A benefit. But but certainly, if Athens ever had something like this, I feel like, I would hope they would be pelted and booed. I'd like now, to see him go up Baxter up, Hill. Hold yeah. up. Hear me out. Yes. One of the early races at the Criterion should be that, and I'd be fine. With oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have him crash into some hay bales around. I would be, that would be Washington Street, right? I feel like if I were a student, that would be the equivalent of the of the scooters. To me. I yeah. would like constantly be beating those. Things. You know that's amazing. There's still no scooters in Athens. I know because yeah. people hated them yeah, so Kelly, much. Kelly Gers has got a, he's got a still hammer on that. Yeah. He's got a hammer on that. Yeah, he, I, he needs I to don't, fix his downtown. I don't, downtown looks rough. I don't lobby much, <laughs> but I will lobby. You're a, you're a one issue voter in this. Crime plan. can go up eighty five. <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. But just keep but the no scooters, scooters out of here. Keep the scooters out of here. Man. So Tony, getting, well, I'm, I'm saying, so, uh, well, so, what, yeah, what so, did you t- tell us what you I did? I just got back from New Orleans where I was at, at the NALP conference. The NALP is the, essentially the trade organization for people who do what I do in law schools and uh, attorney recruiters, professional development, DEI professionals, and law firms. Um, it was a great conference. I, uh, If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I recently was named the next president-elect of NALP and became the president-elect of NALP on the Friday afternoon Woo! business meeting. So yep. um, it was uh, it was a really it was a really good time. It was the Sheraton, New Orleans. Uh, so and uh, I, I, I had a had a had a great trip. It was fun to be down there at the same time. Uh, I was down there. The kids had their band trip to New Orleans. I got to see my two oldest play at Jackson Square Park. Oh, that's great! Uh, Friday afternoon, and then and then hang out with uh, Kristen and Katie while they uh, the other two were being driven all around New Orleans in tour buses. Um, but uh, you know, and then I, I went to the trucker show Saturday night, which mm. had been rescheduled from. Yes, uh, I had tickets to the original one, but yeah. obviously I cannot do it right. this weekend. Right, so, uh, and it was uh, a friend of the pod, Matt Leach, Matthew Leach, uh, hung out with him and, and some some of the Twitter Illuminati uh, that, that he's good friends with, and, and uh, we had a good time. Ran in Jake Mosley uh, oh, yeah. at, at the Manhattan Bar, and also uh, Adam Heber, who, who's an attorney here in town who listens. and uh, Jake's a listener. Yeah, Jake is a listener. Uh, and it was it was kind of kind of cool. I was like I said, I was hanging out with some Twitter Illuminati, uh, and walk, we walked to Manhattan. And Jake's like, "Oh my God, it's Tony Waller," which really stoked <laughs> really stoked my ego, considering some of those guys are actually really really well known writers. So um, it kind of kind of stoked my stoked my thing. And which Matthew Leach said, not wrongly, it's like Tony's the mayor of Athens. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so south so south of Coney, south of Coney Mayor. So I think yeah, I th- I generally my, I think I actually said this one time. Tony is the mayor of whatever room he is in. I, I <laughs> subscribe to that. Yeah, to be fair, I, I'm lying. I'm like a golden retriever. There are no strangers. Just people's faces I haven't left yet. Yeah. Uh, and you got to go to opening night with the Braves. Uh, we went to the second. We saw okay. their first win of the okay. season. And you can if if y'all are on uh, if y'all purvey the YouTubes. I did make a YouTube video about our trip, and uh, you can see uh, I actually glean. I actually found some little nuggets of uh, parking information, and I'll tease it. it. You can find out where to park and actually get your parking comped if you go watch my video. Yeah. I'll link it in the show notes of this episode. Parking, parking there parking, is one of my least favorite things. Yeah, yeah. You can save if you go watch my video. It'll save you fifty dollars. Wow, that's okay. quite a tease. But I've also uh, I've been on campus. I've been working with Jake's wife, April. I'm doing a video uh, for the UGA Bioinformatics Department, which is basically biology and computer science mashed up together. It's it's completely over my head, so I've got to figure it out really quickly and, and put that together. And then I'm going to be filming uh, a video for the College of Education, the Mary Francis College of mm-hmm. Education, um, with a couple people over there. So that's coming up. And uh, yeah, so... 
Life's good. Uh, my, uh, I, I spent today, I said, I said I had lunch with my dad. The reason why is that he found a 2006 Buick Lucerne hmm. sedan for my son, who just turned 16. Nice. Um, oh, wow. Typically cars, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a license yet. I know. But, uh, he's got his learners. But here's the interesting thing. You know how cars are ridiculously priced yeah. right now. This is, uh, what, 16 years old. It was the year Jack was born. 56,000 miles, $5,000 because it's wow. just some guy that wants to get rid of it. Wow. So I went and test drove it today. Purrs like a kitten. It's got a little shimmy on the back left, but we can get some new tires on it. Jack's a little nervous about it, but I was like, dude, we'll black out the emblems. Maybe get, uh, maybe definitely get some new tires and maybe put some, um, you know, I don't know. Like I told him like a, a crown or something, air freshener in the front or something. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, some, maybe some window tent. I don't know. But uh, he's warming up to him. I'm really having to use some psychology on him. Yeah. Like it's going to be great. Yeah, it'll be super retro. Yeah. Wow. But you think about your first car. Mine was a Honda Accord. Oh, you mine, know, just, mine, was, mine was a ni- 1988 Ford Escort. 81 Volkswagen Rabbit diesel. Okay. Wow. Zero to 60 in a couple of days. (laughs) Yeah. I I had one car that you, that, that, uh, yeah, once it gets to 55, it would start shaking. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I could take the keys out of the car and put them in my pocket and it would still keep driving. (laughs) (laughs) That was my fun party trick. And they're like, like, that's that's not a party trick. That's a Car. And then yeah. Will discovered uh, key fobs. Yeah. He's like, hey, Ford. I, yeah. I invented that. I invented the key fob. Yeah, no, that was, um, it, it shouldn't surprise you. I had some some rather uh, beefy uh, beefy friends in uh, high school, and uh, we would, we would there would be five grown-ass boys in that car, and we would go places, and like literally it would go. It would get to fifty six miles an hour, and it would just max out. Yeah. It was like, but this is it. The steering wheel truck. Yeah, no, yeah. The whole thing. It looked like you know, yeah. it's four cylinder rolling yeah. coal because yeah. it was dumping, it was <laughs> yeah. pumping so much diesel through. It, lo- <laughs> it looks, it, it looks like a spaceship re-entering the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it's actually only going fifty five miles an hour. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the good part though is, I was all by myself, and I was behind a transfer truck. I could get like literally seventy miles a gallon. Yeah, that, that would be a really good Twitter question. You know, you sometimes see these viral tweets that you're like, came out of nowhere. If you tweeted. Hey, what was the model and make of your first car? It probably it would probably go viral. So maybe uh, maybe yeah. just at mention us. Uh, send us a tweet at us. Yeah, your first car if you're listening to this episode. So all right, so let's talk very briefly about Georgia football. Sure. Uh, Do we have to? Yeah, we. I think we should. Um, Eric Gilbert. Eric Gilbert's back. I think that's an important thing to talk about. Um, you know, it, like follow the writers. They're all over this. Uh, Seth had a great article about. Uh, Darnell Washington and um, Arian Smith and their potential roles. Um, you know, if you follow, you can see what the offensive line rotation is. Yeah, a couple offensive linemen have, have transferred uh, or in the transfer portal. Um, uh, but frankly, you know, these are guys that are fairly deep down the depth chart. Five stars deep down deep <laughs> in the depth chart. Um, and which is the cost of doing business when you play, when you recruit at the level Georgia recruits at. And when you win national championships, um, by all accounts, the uh, you know it, it looks like, um, despite panic on the message boards, you know Stetson's the the one. Like every spring game, I mean, we're going to watch it, we're having it on, but I'm just I want to see one get. I want to see no one get hurt, right? Uh, because let's let's face it, you know, it's uh, the strength and conditioning guy. He's like 
he's with the team the most and they're just really bought in and uh mm-hmm. you know we got some improvement to do in the, yeah. the defensive side of the ball we got some really weak you know depth yeah. issues in the backfield and um we just don't really know what the running back rotation is going to be yeah. um like, right so the, we, we know all this crap before we got here yeah we knew yeah <laughs> right 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 um i think but, one thing you want from a freshman uh, for the, from these games though is to have that one freshman freak. yes yeah. You're like, whoa, where'd yeah. that guy come from? That's like always what, a fun What George Pickens did when yeah. they had the yeah. leaked video. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, so, so you know, I think, like, I have um, I have come all the way around on my thinking on spring games. I used to really, really pay a lot of attention mm-hmm. to them. And, and, again, we kicked off the podcast talking about why this year is different. But over time, uh, and this, I think there has actually been a change in the way Coaches approach spring. I mean, it used to be it was it really was a time where you wanted to to see what you got. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times, you know, the, you know, five years ago or seven years ago, the big deal was getting as many new signings in in January, right? To go ahead and get them incorporated in the practice routine and all that stuff. I, it wouldn't surprise me at least if we have a starter that's, that's playing for another team or do doing spring practice. We have a starter in, the, in against Oregon that is a in spring practice at another program Absolutely. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, history's shown us that is a thing that happens. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I am perfectly fine with us getting through this with no one busting the ACL or, you know, some, some other bad injury or a player did something stupid with, a, you know, a gel Nerf gun or whatever it was. Um, so you can, you can Google that if you want to figure out what that is. Um, but I also want to talk briefly about Georgia basketball. Uh, Will and I did a reaction pod to Mike White. Um, I continue to re- I, I remain in the same place I was, which is okay. I think that was a, a good hire, and it doesn't really matter to me what Florida thinks. Going to make things a little harder for him narratively wise is that Jonas got hired by Georgia State. I think that that that's the that yeah. for, the, for those people that that think I would argue incorrectly. I don't, frankly, clearly incorrectly. That uh, that Jonas should have been hired as, as the head coach of Georgia. Any success that Georgia, if Georgia State, for example, makes a tournament next year, makes a tournament yeah. before Georgia does. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a wager with Seth Emerson. Everybody drink that um, that Georgia, ahead of you. that Georgia will make the tournament before Georgia State does. Mm. Uh, I think odds wise, that's I think it's an even bet. Uh, it doesn't sound that way because Georgia State's been a couple times and Georgia hasn't been there. But remember, like Georgia State has to win their conference tournament yeah. to do it. Georgia needs to go 500 in the SEC. Yeah, yeah. And now, if you and if you're talking about winning a tournament game, then I think it's obviously Georgia. Yeah. And uh, not obviously, but close. I mean, Georgia State's won a tournament game since Georgia has, so it's not entirely obviously Georgia. But certainly, I also th- I think it is reasonable to think that if, uh, regardless of what Georgia State does, if Georgia has not made the tournament in the first four years, this hiring was a mistake anyway. Uh, and and I think if Georgia State doesn't make a tournament in the next four years, they'll regret jo- hiring Jonas Hayes. Like that's that is the the idea of it. So. I mean, look, Jonas was interim head coach for Xavier for their NIT run. right, yeah. right, and that is why he he basically got it on the strength of that four yes. game run. Right. Because I mean, it's still possible he was the head coach at Georgia State after hmm. getting fired at Xavier. But the fact is, is like they won postseason games. He is from the Atlanta area. Right. He has ties. It totally to makes sense. It totally makes sense for Georgia State. But like, I would argue, like, if you 
Like, it's great that Georgia State hired him, and I think it's, it's going to be a good job for them. To me, that is all the – like, to me, there's no better argument against hiring Jonas Hayes as the head coach of Georgia, the fact that he just took the head coaching job at Georgia State, which is a cool – which is a good good university. It's a good job for him. But the idea that someone – like, oh, well, George, he didn't get the Georgia job, so he took the Georgia State job – I'm sorry, whatever the thoughts about recent tournament success, if Georgia is competing with Georgia State in anything, they've lost. Oh, yeah. So I, well, in, look at it this way. If you lose your bet to Seth, in all likelihood, Mike White gets fired. Jonas Hayes is our coach five years. Yeah, that's right. He will I mean, earn that spot. He'll earn that spot. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but, yeah. And the idea that Hayes, therefore, would have done that at Georgia if he'd have gotten um, that job. I guarantee you, Mike White gets to Georgia. Like, Mike White's not going to Georgia State. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I, and I, I, Georgia State's a good Sunbelt program. It's probably the best Sunbelt program. It is still Georgia State and Georgia. Agreed. I mean, come on. Yeah, and, but, and but I've seen a few people freaking out. All, all the players in the transfer portal. Now, yeah. being charitable about this. Yeah. First off, that's the thing that happens when you have coaching turnover. Mm-hmm. Second off, or unless you're unless you're Tom Crean, it happens when you don't have coaching mm, turnover. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> so the, the other way of looking at this is like, I just you look at the schedule last year and what did we what we did. If are 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 we not okay that some of these guys are leaving the program? Really weird to hear people be like, "Oh wow, oh, he must not be keeping it together." They won six games. <laughs> well, I was trying try to be terrible about that, right? <laughs> they're, they're human beings. They're basketball of course, players, of course. And that's why I can say about them. The one you'd want to keep, like, oh, Quindo was the only one I think anyone yeah. felt. But yeah. like, for for the record, if you if you were to ask me what players I would want them to keep, okay, it would be there'd be if you picked four, it would be Oquindo, Abdur Rahim, Bridges, and Ingram. Abdurrahim, Bridges, and Ingram are the ones. Are yes, the three guys I say? And Oquindo's the one that is leaving. And I, I like Oquindo. I, I think I'll put it this way: Abdurrahim, like he was. I mean, he was a top fifty recruit. Yeah. He got to here last year, and like it, nothing worked. And the fact that he is staying, I think, is actually a pretty good sign because of all like. Though Oquindo is, is a good player. He's the best player on Georgia last year. Abdur Rahim is the type of talent that you actually want that Kareem was unable to do anything with. And, and the other part about this, and Georgia's already gotten a transfer from Florida, mm-hmm. not unsurprisingly. Um, and they got a guy from Longwood. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, But the, the transfer portal makes things different on a rebuild, particularly in college basketball. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Arizona was a one seed with a new coach with Sean Miller getting fired because of a scandal. Yeah. Right, and and they had massive turnover, and they rebuilt their roster off the portal. Um, and this is how this is how Chris Beard got so big at Texas Tech. Yeah, Chris Beard That's at Texas Tech. Right, and I don't know if you're looking for that quick return but it's very. I'll put it this way: whoever plays on Georgia next year, whoever comes in to replace these guys, they all played for a team that won more than six games last year. So, <laughs> it is very very strange to see. I listen at a certain level. What's a, what's a fundamental issue of, of, of online life? People want to be right. More, right and mad. Yeah. Like they want, like at a certain level, I, 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 listen, there was a lot of people that wanted Jonas and a lot of people did not like the Mike White hire. It is, you can kind of tell who like, who the real wins are yeah. by like, okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. So I, I would have liked Jonas, but like ultimately Mike White makes a certain let's see what happens. If you're still digging in on that trench and pointing mm-hmm. to the fact that all the players on a team that won six games are transferring, the idea too that like th- as if like Mike White was begging them to stay. Like the transfer portal goes both ways. Yeah. There's a lot of like 
you know what might be great for you mm. would be the transfer portal. Yeah, new start. <laughs> like, whereas Crean lost all, like those guys were scattered. Put it this way, the, uh, when, when Crean all lost all those guys to the transfer portal, they went to Auburn and they went and to Mississippi. And Starting Kentucky. point guard for Kentucky. I mean, they were scattered all across the tournament last year. Uh, you, that will not happen. Maybe Oquindo goes somewhere, but nobody else is. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a message from somebody that made me think of this. I got a message from somebody who was like, why am I supposed to be upset about these guys leaving? Most of them couldn't play dead in the Western. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. <laughs> I, mean I, I mean, that was that was the direct quote yeah. from the message I got. I, mean, I saw someone say, how do we lose Jackson Etter? Like, God bless Jackson we, Etter. God bless Jackson Etter. I enjoyed watching Jackson Etter. He was a solid dude. That like, But if Jackson Etter is one of the best players you have on the floor, which is true. It's not a lie. Then good Lord. It like, spells it with an X. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like, the idea is probably related to my the life. I, like, I always joke about this with Illinois basketball, but when they got probation after the Bruce Pearl incident, yeah. is, and so they would have stretches where there were multiple walk ons in their rotation. They were pretty good for walk ons, and I was I'm good for them, but like obviously that doesn't, that's not gonna, if you're at that point, something has gone disastrously wrong, and that was Crean's fifth year. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just maybe just give Mike White a little bit of credit for maybe like, I guarantee you, other than Oquindo, who I think he probably did want to keep. I'm sure he wanted. I, it certainly looks like he wanted to keep four guys. Yeah, and three of them stayed. And, and that sounds of, pretty good. To me. I think you're right, though. Part of part of the online mentality is I want to be mad and right. Uh, yeah. And also, no one is. Um, no one scores Twitter. No one tw- scores Twitter cred for saying, "I want to see what Mike White's doing here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. No one scores that. And listen, we, we, there's a lot to be filled. Obviously, they have like six players, <laughs> like there's, there's five players. There's yeah. like a lot to be filled here, to say the very least. But you know, you'll see that, and you're going to see that happening pretty soon, actually. So uh, we'll 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 see what happens. But I I, I uh, congratulations. I will be rooting for Georgia State. I think we should all be rooting for Georgia State. Jo- Jonas Hayes uh, doing well uh, is is a good thing for everyone. So I'd, I'd like to see that, but again, yeah. so uh, briefly to talk about baseball and softball. Georgia baseball is having a pretty good start Ooh. to their SEC season, eight and four. Dra- uh, they've had some dramatic wins. They've had some Ranked dramatic number twelve. Yeah, number twelve. Um, uh, Tennessee looks like the best baseball team in the past fifteen years. Uh, they are, I think, they've started out yeah twelve and 0. First SEC team started twelve and zero in the conference in at least thirty years. Um, that's the good. That's the that's the that's the bad news. The the good news is is Georgia looks to be the second best team in the conference right yeah. now. Uh, certainly Georgia, Arkansas, and probably probably LSU is in that running. Uh, softball wise, same uh, top. Um, I don't know what their current ranking is, but somewhere in the top. Who I have to Georgia rank. softball. Oh, I don't have those. Right. Yeah, so Georgia softball. They're high. Yeah, they're yeah. also having a, a pretty good season. Uh, Did you see the bomb? What was her name? Someone hit a bomb. One of the Georgia players had an absolute moonshot yesterday in softball. Awesome. It was well, really awesome. Is uh, Jaden Fields still? Yeah, she's having a great season. Uh, I haven't seen. She drove in uh, the go-ahead run against uh, – they were playing Tennessee over the weekend. Yeah. We're driven the go-ahead run. And um, so overall, it's shaping up to be a decent spring season for Georgia athletics. Um, yeah, I haven't looked and seen what – hold on. Taking a photo. Got it. So, that pause is brought to you by Scott's iPhone. <laughs> um, so, what are we talking about? I don't remember now. Yeah, it's it's the same. And then it's I need the, I, and I, the track team is going to be good, but I need them to stop 
uh, practicing because uh, I run. You try to uh, run. I, yeah, run yeah, I run yeah. there every morning, and now they're practicing there all the time. Yeah. It's really rude. So, Super rude. Um, oh, and I, speaking of track, I just thought of this online. My, my daughter Maggie is fourth in the region in triple jump, which apparently is. Um, Good? I don't know. Yeah, it seems uh, good. I yeah. Mean, I, don't, I, I mean, imagine there could be there could be five triple jumpers. It seems I like there's know. probably far the more than five um, triple jumpers. And Charlie has <laughs> increased his uh he is threatening um getting close to qualifying for regionals in Chopit. He is uh, he's really getting there in Chopit. He's also six three and, and has, <laughs> has put on about twenty pounds of muscle. I told I told you before the podcast started, I see him just about every day when I'm picking Jack up for golf practice. Not only has he gotten huge, but He's fit and built and looks like a daggum athlete. Yeah. He, so he started doing CrossFit with us in the fall. And um, as he put it, dad, CrossFit is just a little tame. So he's been going <laughs> and working out with, uh-huh. nice. you know, doing, and he's doing, he's doing powerlifting in the fall. This is going to be his PE. Uh, and, and the football coaches and basketball coaches, have, I wouldn't say recruiting him, but they was like, you sure you don't want to play? You sure They've noticed. Play? Right. And the wrestling coach too yeah. is wrestling, wrestling, not wrestling. Wrestling. And they, they're, they're all after him. And Charlie, um, Charlie, to his credit, has said no to them primarily because uh, he, he, he's like he's like Alan Iverson. He doesn't like to practice. Yeah, I get it. Um, I get it. So, but he is uh, he. I keep telling him, it's like, buddy, if you actually get serious about your form, you have potential all state material shot put in particular, just because he's so long and has a lot of explosive power. Uh, if you can put it all together, and his you know, his mom was a decent shot putter mm-hmm. in college, so um, she, explosive she, power. Yeah. Does he get that from you or Kristen? Actually, he does get it from me a little bit because I have I've always had a decent, decent core, decent legs. Um, so I'm thinking offensive lineman for me. No, for, for Charlie. For Charlie. Yeah, he. Well, I was offensive lineman too. So he, he, yeah, he he has he has. Right. I mean, he's six three. I mean, he has he has he legit. If he puts on some muscle, could be he's quick enough to to play guard. He could and, be a D tackle. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be like me. Of course, he doesn't like hitting people, but um, yeah, they, I, they let me play defense, defensive tackle if I would play if they like work hard at being offense and being a guard because they, they want kids that paid attention to the playbook and knew what to do and pulling plays. So they're like, well, Waller, if you uh, pay attention, you play really hard at, at guard. We'll let you play D line, which I love D line because I love. I love the concept of running free and just like chasing somebody and just like it's stunting blindside, or yeah. you know, blindsiding <laughs> some poor fool that's not paying attention. You know, the great thing is, is in a few months we'll be able to talk about that like real time. I mean, I know we we kind of skimmed on be the our whole, next season. You know, I think. We, well, whenever we start that, but we kind of skimmed <laughs> on the whole football thing. But you know, I really do think with, with, when you start talking about like strategy on yeah. the offensive line because yeah. that's kind of your wheelhouse, got me a little bit excited. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm working. Yeah. Don't worry. We're gonna get oh, we're definitely going to get there. Um, Tate Ratledge, Tate Ratledge is going to be back. Yeah, hopefully. You know, Roderick so. Jones. Yeah. I mean, Tate Ratledge. Who's our center next year? Pran, uh, Van Pran. Not Clay Wood. Um, <laughs> when does the Manning kid make his decision? Never. I, uh, I guess December. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be as late as December. So yeah. Uh, by the way, being in New Orleans, they're they're still, they're they're pretty wild about him. I, I mean, love I, I love by the way. Like my favorite thing about him is that he's obviously a, we've talked about this before. He's obviously a great quarterback, but what he really is is a hey, which one of these teams recruiting has the longest penis? Yeah, <laughs> like that's really what it is, right? Yeah. Like it really is. Yeah. It is a tr- he is a trophy. He's, he's, well, they're not called yeah. the Shorthorns. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, they they are. Uh, it is that, that to me. That's why I kind of lie. I think it's funny about that. Is that like? I mean, Georgia has plenty of quarterbacks and is going to have plenty of quarterbacks. But getting him is would be special. Yeah. 
It's a, you know, it's, it's, he's a trophy quarterback. He is a trophy quarterback. Do you want to do some random stuff? Yeah, I let's can't do some random wait. Stuff. This is you the know, really reason I want to do one. I'm so glad you brought up college baseball because I, I painstaking. It's not easy to find baseball rankings. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, the, I mean, you got to follow the They're right. Kind of bespoke. You got to follow. Yeah, you got to follow the. I right. have a subscription to Baseball America. So yeah, if you have Baseball idea, America yeah, is right. what I what I pulled it from. Um, you mentioned Tennessee. I think they lost early in the season. They've rattled off like 20-something in a row. They're 31-1. Yeah. You said that. That's insane for baseball. I mean, baseball, I've watched yeah. them against Vanderbilt. They destroyed they Vanderbilt. Had, they, had their first, they had their first not leading at the end of an inning in like 12 <laughs> games That's against insane. Vanderbilt. No. That's crazy. That, this is so nuts. Think about that. They went into Oxford. Ole Miss was ranked number one at the time, and they swept them. Yeah. Um, so, but the interesting thing is, there's not really that many SEC teams in the top 25. I'll go through them real quick. You know, when you think back, if if you followed college baseball for a, any length of time, or if you, if you're an older guy that remembers, you remember the Miamis of the world, the Oklahoma States of the world. It's UT, Miami, and Oklahoma State. You know, it's not it's not sitting there. You know, Tennessee and Vanderbilt and Ole Miss it is one, two, three. Which last year it kind of was. Um, Texas Tech. Did y'all see the highlight of Texas Tech earlier in the yeah, season? Yeah, yeah. John Boy, I think, did a breakdown where they yeah. stole home to walk it off. Yeah. No. Dude, if y'all get a chance, Google Texas Tech stolen home walk off. The, the, the fact that, you know, because my, my, my middle kid plays baseball and is just so into the strategy and I love talking strategy with him. The fact that the, the third base coach, if you watch the John Boy piece, basically picked up on the fact that the the Texas pitcher wasn't even he was looking down and so he stole home with ease fascinating piece um I love I love college baseball I love in that in that kind of aspect of it Oregon State's five out way out west Virginia six Arkansas is your your second SEC team at seven Texas eight Louisville nine Notre Dame 10 Stanford 11 Georgia's at 12 they're up from last week. They were at 17, but they took two out of three from South Carolina. I don't know if you've been to any games this year. I've been to one game. It's worth the price of admission because you got Cole and Connor Tate, the brothers from Oconee County. Corey Collins, who's DHing. You know how the Braves have, they call it the night shift with Matzik and, well, not Luke Jackson because he has a UCL, but, you know, Will Smith, Matzik, Big Country. Who's that guy? You keep his name. Out of your mind, you keep his name. Who? Oh, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Not the catcher for the Dodgers. I not the resist. actor. I thought we were getting through the whole podcast without bringing yeah, that up. We really, I know. Um, AJ I, Mentor. That's what I was blanking on. But anyway, they've kind of got a night shift. They've got uh, for the relievers. They got Jalen Woods, a hard throwing lefty. Uh, Will Pearson, North Oconee graduate, and then Jack Gowan with one of the greatest mustaches Coach in all Georgia, of baby. college football or college, college baseball. Um, you know, but then you've got some unique names in the rounding out the top 25. You've got Gonzaga at 15. Um, you got Texas State at 18. Dallas Baptist at uh, 20. Another thing you need to Google. Google Dallas Baptist University Baseball uh, Jaybird Films. It's that guy that does those uh, FPV drones. Oh, yeah? You know, that you saw at the Masters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did one for, for their baseball facility. It's, it's amazing the timing that they... They've got with the drone flying through their practice facility. I'd, I'd Google that. And then uh, to round out the top 25, you got LSU at 24, Wofford, ah. which Georgia played earlier this year at 25. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, Georgia has the feeling of a national, low national seed. Yeah. You know, 12, 14, Maybe 15, not a top 16, eight, but definitely. But certainly hosting a first round. Definitely. Um, 
And uh, when's the last time they went to the College World Series? It's been a while. Uh, oh, wait. When no, they lost no, no. They, they went maybe three or four years ago. No, College World Series. Oh, the College World Series. Not the tournament. The actual College World Series. I think okay. it was 08. Because they uh, lost they, to Fresno in the... No, they remember Strickland saved us... Uh, literally saved his career that year. They, they didn't go to the College World Series. Yeah, the, they, they weren't the final I eight. I they did. I don't, I don't know. They lost two. Somebody look it up. The last Somebody's time... Somebody's yelling or the phone. Uh, I'm I think, looking it up. I'm looking I think I'm right. You may be. The, uh, they lost to Fresno. The last time they reached the College World Series was 2008. You're right. And they right. finished okay. second. Yeah. So, uh, they made, that was, was the stretch. Cal State Fullerton, yeah. There was 2001, 2004, 2006, 2008, and they've not made since then. They've been in the tournament mm-hmm. uh, 18, missed it last year. Missed it the year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have it, so they didn't have it. Two they would have been good in 20. Yeah. Oh, they'd have been great yeah, 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 in 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah they would have been, that top, been great. Uh, yeah. but, they, but they made an 18. They have not been since 19. They did not make it last yeah, year. It's were. about time. But they, I mean, they, they, but they had, like I said, they have the makings of being a national seed, host uh, host first round. You know, they, could all, they could be a team that lose to a hot three seed at home. Uh, and they're also a team that could go and in, in take two or three. It's like a couple of years ago they hosted and they, they had Duke and Florida State and they got beat yeah. at home. Yeah, and that, that Duke team then... Well, Florida State won the, the... Yeah, they won the regional. Regional. Yeah. So... Uh, they got Texas A&M coming to town this week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday games. Yeah, yeah. As long as they... Like, if they they're can figure out a little bit of their bullpen and hit just a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, they, they could get hot. I mean, should yeah. be a fun weekend this week. Yeah, yeah it should be a fun yeah. weekend this week. All right, um... Before you get to buy and sell, buy or sell, buy and sell. It's buy or sell. It's an either buy either or. I, I, be, I, I didn't know we can. If you we can, can do say both. both. Yeah. You can do both. Yeah. It's not too early for this. This will be a, a good primer. We do this every year. I'm doing it earlier than I usually do, but I couldn't help myself. Um, non-conference games that we're going to look forward to <laughs> this coming season. Hours. Our non-conference games? No. Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, but no, some interesting 17, and then... Some interesting non-conference games. I'm just going to throw a few out. Um, In the first week, there's quite a few, not only with uh, Oregon and Georgia, MBS, you've got... You mean the second week, because Illinois... Oh, they play week zero? zero? One of my favorite factoids, Illinois not only plays week zero, Mm -hmm. they play on Friday night... Of Labor Day weekend, which means Illinois will have finished a sixth of its season before almost anyone in football has even started. Are they playing in Dublin? Uh, no, 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 no. They're, they're playing Wyoming okay. in week zero, and then they play Indiana at Indiana on Friday night. So Illinois will Indiana. literally play the sixth of their game before at almost every team has played. No, it's at Illinois. Okay. I'm about to say, that game's a War Memorial. I might go. <laughs> yeah. So You've Illinois. been there before. Yes. A beautiful stadium. Yeah, like it, it would be a very Illinois thing to be zero and two before anyone else has played. That's <laughs> 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 Illinois fandom coming out right there. So we're all Illinois fans. Uh, first, first week and a half yeah. of the season. Yeah, drive for six. Minus week and a half. Um, you got Cincinnati, Arkansas. First week of the season. Oh baby, what you doing? What you doing, Sam? Yeah. Um, you got uh, Notre That's Dame before Sam. Yeah. Notre Dame at Ohio State. That's that's a game right there. Uh, you got FSU, LSU. Who's Alabama sacrificial lambing? No, they're not going to sacrificial lamb. Uh, they are playing at Texas the second week of the season. Oh. So I'm sure they are the first week. Um, Utah at Florida. First week of the season. First game for Billy Napier. I wonder if that's a, a, a Dan Mullen slash uh, Urban Meyer Urban special. Meyer thing, yeah. Well, when when Florida returns that trip, it'll be the first time they've left the state of Florida for a non-conference game at someone else's field in in forever. A thousand years. Yeah. Florida, Utah is like a surreal. The idea of Florida playing in Utah is a hard thing for me to wrap my mind around. Yeah. Um, no one's going. They don't travel at yeah. all. 
West Virginia at Pitt, the first time in 11 years. Backyard brawl. Backyard brawl. Oh, I love it. Is back. Um, week two, you have Tennessee at Pitt. Yep. Didn't they play last year? They did. Yes. Kenny Pickett yeah. took them apart. Yeah, 40 um, or something like that. Also week two, a game that's been played almost 100 times and has not been played since, what, 2013? Is uh, Missouri, Missouri Kansas, Kansas State? Missouri, Kansas. Oh, Missouri Kansas State. Missouri Kansas oh. State is uh, week two. Um, week three, you've got the Hurricanes. Another interesting week two game is uh, Hawaii at Michigan. I'll be at that game. Really? Yeah, I didn't put that on there. Yeah, I understand, but yeah. Um, yeah I'm going to I'm the house. Going to the big house. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty far out. Miami at Texas A&M is week three, and then you've got Penn State returning their trip to Auburn. Week three. Remember the that was a. Bo Nix, crazy game that he overthrew a guy late last year up in Happy Valley. Uh, Oklahoma at Nebraska is again happening. It happened last year. You didn't get, didn't get it canceled in time? <laughs> <laughs> they actually, that was actually one of the better games they played that year. Yeah. Nebraska kind of hung up with them a little bit. And well, then, well, the good news is Penn State, when they go to Auburn, Auburn's probably, I mean, he's probably not getting fired because they opened with Mercer and San Jose State. There's a time to play at Auburn, and it's this year. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, it's probably the year after. Actually, it's probably next year. Yeah, that's probably yeah. right. Yeah. Then one of the most interesting matchups in week three is uh, the Roadrunners, UTSA, goes to Texas for the first ever meeting. UTSA was 10-2 and two last year. Texas was 5-7. and seven. Ooh, But maybe. UTSA has lost its offensive coordinator because he went to Illinois to become their offensive coordinator, so. So that's just well, a, he, his time in his, his time in Champagne was so fun. He just decided to move. I mean, they they, they beat us. Yeah, so. that's what I meant. <laughs> and then one last one: uh, Arky and Sam Pittman go up to BYU in October. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> culture wow. clashes! Holy wow. cow! Wow, love it. That's great. That's All great. right, let's do some buy or sell. This Fire is sell. in no particular order. <clears throat> Someday, I think that we need to. Get, uh, do some music for each of these. Uh-huh. Buy and sell. Buy and sell. Are you going to buy? Well, I actually it like sounds like Wayne's there. World. Yeah, so I was thinking it's oh, a Wayne's okay. World sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, buy, or, buy or sell. We just got off spring break and uh, I, you know, we were involved in this activity. Camping. Buy or sell camping. Sell. sell. Jesus. God. Life's hard enough with a roof. <laughs> right? Well, I'll let you in on a secret. We did go to a campsite, but we had a cabin. Our friends had the camper, so we would go and enjoy the s'mores and the okay. eating outside. Then be like, "All right, peace out. We're gonna go." That, that, we, we that's go, acceptable for us. We go camping but. once a year and essentially a tailgate planning camping trip with Wayne and Tiffany. Yeah. But Tiffany does not play around. She is a long term camper and she has all the equipment. I believe that. We show up and set the stuff up and break the stuff down. It's bullshit. It's like a five star resort when she's. Was, yeah, up. well, I mean, Tiffany doesn't do anything halfway. Right. But it's still like, no, thank you. But we have fun there. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, buy or sell spring cleaning. As you notice, I'm kind of. Re- I've, I've spray painted all of my um, frames white. I'm getting to all of them because I just wanted a cleaner look. I'm sure Alexa would approve. Will's wife, Alexa, is an interior designer. Um, so it's spring now. Do y'all. Uh, I guess participate in any kind of spring clean. Do you get that urge when the weather turns nice to spruce things up? Maybe your office will, or maybe 
your garage. Actually, actually the cook porch. Yeah. The cook porch. I, I okay. Usually, I used to do the after after the pollen's done. I I do a good yeah. cleanup of the cook. That porch. is my actual thing when the pollen's gone. Yeah. When the pollen's gone, and also when my book is finished because it's not quite. It's my it's yeah. due in a month, mm-hmm. and I can't do anything until that thing's done. So I feel like give me a good June cleaning for me this year. Summer cleaning, yeah. for you. Why no. would you bother cleaning anything until Before the pollen, pollen is gone? You're right. Like it is. I made the mistake that I was so disgusted by I just ran it through a car wash and then came back and like worked for like an hour and came back yeah, and it was all just right. Thinking, like, what am I even doing anything? <laughs> I've never had allergies in my life until here. Yeah. My dad's the same way. He never had allergies in his entire life until he got here. It's fine. I didn't have time to move to Central Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Writing checks. I had to write a check the other day and I was angry about that. Were you at the grocery store? No, it was just, you know, to, to pay for like a uniform thing. And, you know, I was like, can I Venmo? And they're like, no. I was like. I am a big fan of writing checks. Really? I do not like it. I've actually had to curb it recently because the mail has gotten so bad yeah. that things are not getting to where I've sent them. And I'm getting responses from places that I usually write my checks hmm. saying, we didn't get your check. Would you like to automate online? Every other human is doing it. <laughs> and I don't. I like getting my mail and, and I like sitting down at the you end of the night. You have a letter opener you rip. I know. I remember because also I do mail for my newsletter too. Mm-hmm. Like I always respond. I'm always responding to people. But I like. I still. I don't do the log anymore. But I still have my log. You know the little log that used to go at the top of the checkbook yeah. where you'd write everything yeah. down. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. But I still have mine from like 2005. In there. I do too. So yeah, I love. I, no, I you have a check register. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. almost like looking through a diary. It yeah, is. Yeah. 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 So, but no, I. I, I wish. I've become so much more of a like it is is an irony not lost it was brought up several times in Illinois this weekend that uh, the founder of Deadspin has become the biggest Luddite out of <laughs> any of them and that is absolutely true I feel like that's in the same way that like when someone went through a very traumatic war experience they tend to not like guns yeah that's I feel like uh, I feel like the internet I, I've become very anti-internet in a lot of ways I'm, I'd rather not write a check but I'm perfectly fine doing so okay um a formal spring break versus a non-formal spring break. And let me explain. We did a non-formal spring break. We went for a night at Fort Yargo to go camping. Then we went to the in-laws house and went bowling in Columbus. And my kids loved every minute of it. And then we went to the Braves game on Friday. You know, and had a couple nights here in between. But we've also done ski trip, beach vacation. Yeah, it's hard for me because my spring break at the University of Georgia is different than the spring break. It was like two years ago, wasn't it? Was it was two years ago. <laughs> Uh, so, they do it in early March. Yes, early March, uh, which makes it really hard because we're kind of. I mean, I had my conference last week, and we're kind of getting the short rows in the school year. So, a formal spring break for me requires a decent amount of planning. Having said that, I am perfectly fine doing it, but it just takes a lot of planning. We we do the same spring break every year. We go see my uh, my father in law in Florida, and this year we were literally on our flight Saturday evening uh, with our, all of our six bags because we had to have two extra bags. I had my podcasting equipment, uh-huh. and I was going to Illinois afterwards, so I'd have more formal stuff to go for that. So we had six bags, all of them packed on the on the plane, and then they canceled not only our flight but every single flight going out to Florida because of a massive storm that hit Florida the next exact same moment. So you can imagine what it was like on spring break when hundreds of flights are canceled out of both New York and Atlanta to Florida. We did not get our bags for three days. So we wore the same clothes and had to go to a mall. Here's the highlight of that. My children had never been in a mall. Uh-huh. I bet they loved escalators. They were so confused. <laughs> it's so funny because I, I didn't realize this before, but if you don't drive a car 
and you've never been in a mall, you don't know that the right side is where you uh, you walk on the right side when you go forward. So my, my kids were just like drunkenly waving <laughs> in and out, walking down the road. So um, yeah, so uh, so we I the point is is Andy Rooney has this great line of saying. Uh, um, vacations are not better or worse than real life. They're just different. And uh, like there's something different to do. Sure. Yeah. And um, I, as someone that generally does not like things to be different ever, um, <laughs> I would prefer uh, to not have formal vacations. Though I had a great time in Jupiter. Thank you, Robert Stevenson and Chesterine Stevenson for having us. Buy or sell. Let's see, where am I going to go? Uh, we're going to get more into baseball now. So buy or sell... Okay, we're, we're at the game on Friday, and I noticed the Braves gold trim jerseys and hats. So, what do you think of that? I'm big uniform. I love it. And they're only going to wear it for the first home series. That's the trick. As long, as you, yeah. as, long as you all, as long as you only do that. And I like that. Yeah. 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 That's a tradition throughout baseball. Everybody, like, when you win the World Series, you do wear those generally for like this, but then you don't wear them again. Right. I think, yeah, I think it's awesome. And I, my, my, only, my only caveat on that is that fans don't buy them. Because like they will sell them to fans, but like I feel like to wear them, you actually you actually have to have won a World Series. I feel um, like they feel weird whoops. for fans to wear. <laughs> we we bought a we bought a Duval jersey. Walker doesn't know this, but he doesn't listen to the podcast. We bought he's his birthday's this What's month. What's wrong with him? Huh? <laughs> we bought him. A, like, people say nothing. Yeah. He's out hanging with friends and girls like an old person. We, we bought him an, an Adam Duval jersey for his birthday, uh, gold trimmed because he was like he was literally walked in the Braves clubhouse store. Literally transfixed on it. You know, think about it. You're you're 13. You all you want to do is play baseball. Yeah, yeah. The guy has your last name. Oh yeah, he That's won a World different. Series. Oh yeah, That's something yeah. different than something. It's gold, dude. Yeah. Kids can wear whatever uniform they want True. to wear all the time. Yeah. True. I'm talking True. about adults. True. So uh, to to piggyback on that, buy or sell the Braves World Series ring with all the bells and whistles they have on it. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, whatever. It's a World Series ring. They won a World Series. I don't have to. Worry it opens up and has LED lights. I don't. Yeah, this would be an issue for me if I ever won a World Series. And hey, there's still time. Uh, but like, I obviously I want to wear my ring all the time. The problem is the rings are like they're all terrible. Like they're all terrible. They're all clanky. They're all I wouldn't be able to lift my hand all the time. You're like. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's you're like you're like Popeye with yeah. the big. Yeah, you're like floor. a you're like a uh, like a Jersey housewife. Yeah, where like just like all people could look at. Like there's nothing you can do in the rest of your life because all they're gonna be is looking at your hand all the time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they've gotten out yeah. of hand. Yeah, tonight they're doing the World Series giveaway. I saw Logan Booker tweeted out like eight photos of his uh, replica ring mm-hmm. um, oh, at the game, and they're giving them away on May 23rd and June 8th. We were looking at tickets for June 8th because my wife was like, "That looks pretty nice. I'd like to get you one." You got to do it. Like for yeah. the record, ever I, I think you can still be in the give the. This is what baseball does really well, right? Like Georgia football is not having any championship giveaways this year, but like if the Braves are gonna. It's gonna be great. I, I, yeah. You got to do a ton of that. Uh, buy or sell the City Connect uniforms. I saw the Astros release theirs. It's called Space City. It looked really awesome. The Nationals wore theirs. I think in the in a couple of games, it was the Mets where they had the cherry blossoms on it. I thought that looked good. And the other teams this year that are going to do it are the Padres, the Brewers, the Angels, the Royals, and the Rockies. And they have not revealed those yet. But as a uniform guy, I'm all for it. And the Astros ones look amazing. Yeah, that says look great. I, I, yeah, I was very happy with that. You buy I, I, yeah, I, uniform I talk. Just say yes. I, I mean, I'm I am usually along the lines of you should have a away uniform and a home uniform. Uh, the exception, at least for the Braves, is I 
I kind of like the the red the red jerseys. I mm-hmm. think that looks good. Occasionally, I don't want to do it. It's a throwback. Time. Throwback, right? So. Yeah. To when Tommy Aaron played. Yeah, when Tommy Aaron. Yeah. Um, all right, buy or sell. We've got some rule changes in baseball this year. The DH and the National League. I'll go ahead and say I was at the game Friday night. Braves have men on. Charlie Morton would have come up with mm-hmm. a man on first and second, but no, it's Orlando Arcia. He got a hit. They scored a couple runs, and I turned to the boys. And I'm like, this is so much better than watching Max Freed, Silver Slugger. Or, by the way, they gave him a Silver Slugger on Friday night. I was like, that's the last one you're going to get. But, yeah, I, I like the DH. To, it's 2022. It, it makes baseball better. Yeah, I buy. I agree. Like National, the National League was literally the last league in all, all of, of the planet that didn't have a DH. My kids' travel team yeah. has a DH. Right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I give it this goes a long time. Um, all right, buy or sell, and I buy this. I'm not going to say anything else because I've tweeted about it. I love it, and I cannot wait to watch it all season. I think this is where I know Will writes about uh, when he writes about baseball. You're you're wondering if MLB is engaging the next generation, engaging people in the game. Mic'd up on ESPN when I was watching the Braves Reds and Joey Votto starts talking while he's playing. So My great. wife stopped what she was doing. Yeah. She was like, "Who's that?" She listened to his whole interview. Whole interview. She's like, "Oh my gosh, he's cute. I like him." And then when we were at the game on Wednesday or on on Friday night, she turns to my daughter Vivian, who could barely name two or three Braves players, and, and she's like, "Vivian, that's Joey Votto. That's up at the yeah. plate. The guy we saw talking. Great idea." They had Kike Hernandez Kike the other Hernandez. night. That whole thing. If he hits it yeah. to me, I'm amazing. Try, I'm trying to hold him at first. Yeah. I know they're going to score at least one run. But I'm holding him at first, yeah. and then just. A, it was. It was really. Votto's smart. stuff was so great, so good. and you know what's funny the, is that the thing I liked the least of the Votto stuff was the should I get a gold tooth? I'm having to be right, right. like that, that was funny because Votto's funny, but the great stuff is like seeing him like. I mean, listen, in between pitch, the guy plays first base, generally considered the least demanding defensive position. And still, after every single pitch, he's jumping around, right. he's running around, he's moving position, he's constantly shifting around. And this is a one game. This is not a World Series game. This is not a playoff game. It's just a – it was awesome. It was – they – you picked the right people. And yeah. I think Vado was obviously the right person. He's really, yeah. really good. Did you hear Hernandez nominated yeah, Alves? Great, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, so. Alves was on first base when Vado did his thing, right. too. He he nominated the other night. He was on uh, as he was running off the field. He was like, "I nominate Ozzy Albies because they're going to be on oh, Sunday yeah. night baseball against yeah, the Padres yeah. next Sunday." So, Will, my question to you is a follow up. You know MLB like nobody's business. You you mm-hmm. are employed by MLB. Who you don't have to name a player off every team, but who are some maybe underrated or or maybe players that we wouldn't think about that probably would be really good or interesting mic'd up like Joey Votto I would not have guessed him I mean I don't know how you do it with this a pitch, as a pitcher but Sean Doolittle I think would be terrific at this and who's he pitch for he pitches for the Nationals uh, okay. he's he's famously like he's really big on Twitter he's a big Star Wars guy he's okay. very socially engaged uh, I think he'd be really interesting um, I I would love to see like a like a Fernando Tatis would be fun when he comes back. I think um, just you're looking for someone who I think Jack Flaherty would be fun. I'd actually love to see them people that are funny, but also like have like a little bit of edge to them. Mm-hmm. Like I think it'd be fun to kind of see that. Uh, there's just I mean baseball players if you find the right one. Like Votto is so perfect to do this. Also Votto is like really great and clearly auditioning for a broadcasting job <laughs> yeah, after, the, yeah. after the season. Yeah. So he's like very going to be very engaged. I think the best part about that too is 
Because, you know, they've done this before. Mm-hmm. But, like, and Joe Buck was famously terrible. I like Joe Buck, but he was terrible at it. Because he would always, like, try to do, like, fake banter or be like, like, oh, what, what's coming here? And it always felt awkward and weird. The trick is to let them run it and let them get yeah. comfortable with it and let them do it and not feel like the, the announcer has to, like, make do it like an interview. Because the Vado thing wasn't really an interview. Mm. It was just Vado doing stuff. That I, I, I think you're going to see it a ton because... You're right. So many people love the Votto and the Hernandez thing. I think you're going to see a lot. And I think baseball's a great sport to do it because I love baseball, but it's also there's a ton of games and there's a lot of slow moments. Yeah. It's no, like it's, the perfect time. It's the perfect thing to kind of do. I think it's a great idea. Five seconds yeah. of his time and followed yeah. by 30 seconds of nothing. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So buy or sell. This isn't really buy or sell, but this is when I mentioned that one SEC team had their spring game on a Thursday night. They're pulling a tag. And I was going to say there was there was a Florida Georgia Tech. <laughs> yep, Florida. What did, what did Florida and Tech have in common? They both played their spring games on a Thursday night. I loved it. And, and I would I buy mean, that. I, would, I think that's good for them. There's, yeah, right. <laughs> they should yeah. do that. All yeah. the time. I mean, like there are recruiting reasons why they do that. They were going. They were originally scheduled to go up against Georgia, Alabama, on uh, I think Miami. And as a new coach who has already set the bar pretty low in the recruiting world. Uh, at least for the first couple seasons, it's a it's a smart move on their part. Mm-hmm. But you better believe I'm going to wear you out that you and, and <laughs> you and Coach Waffle House. Oh, you, yeah, you've got fodder for, yeah, for yeah, the yeah, season. Yeah. yeah, y'all take the same approach. Yeah, I think Billy Napier is taller than him, but it's still up in there. See, we can we can confirm his height. Yeah, yeah. by by the photo. All right, uh, last couple ones. Um, buy or sell, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I I really. Truly enjoyed Thursday. But I'm going to say, I'm going to buy this statement. Most boring masters ever. Thursday was great because of what Tiger did. But watching Scotty Scheffler, a guy that I don't really care about, don't know much about, doesn't have much of a personality, Texas guy, win going away. I didn't even watch on Sunday because I wanted to see a collapse and some kind of, you know, and then and then like the Australian guy that looks like he's from Macon. That was what was on Twitter today. <laughs> was in second. Yeah, you know, I, I, don't I thought it was a I, really boring match. I mean, I guess there wasn't any of the high drama, but I mean, Rory and Colin Marikawa was cool. pulling out from from the bunker in eighteen. But you're not uh, going to sit there and watch for six hours and be like, "Oh, yeah, that's awesome." I don't know. I was completely bored. That's yeah. just me. Um, I, I, I think it was neat for for Shuffler. I being being one of the younger players ever. You know, he went to high school with Matt Stafford and Clayton yeah, Kershaw. Same high school. Same high school. With, He's a lot yeah, younger. Yeah, Stafford's 104 years older than him. By yourself, uh, Matt. I, I, I okay, let me answer the golf question. I found that Masters exactly as boring as I found every other golf tournament I've ever watched. <laughs> Thursday was great. Tiger was great on Thursday. Uh, buy or sell Masters swag. I read an article that people were literally l- buying badges to the practice round just to get the gnome, the Masters yard gnome, that they could then flip on eBay or something like that. But uh, I've, I've only been to one Masters, and that was 1997. Obviously, this is a new shirt. Somebody bought it for me. I think it was my father-in-law. But would, would you buy or sell Masters can, swag? Can I ask a general question? Sure. Why is, are the Masters doing giveaways? Why would the Masters ever need to do it? No, no, no. You had to buy it. It was no, like thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, okay. But okay, there yeah. was a limited amount. Oh, of people yeah, are going to okay, yeah. then this flip it. I, I, okay. I mean, look, I, I think yeah. I think Masters gear is neat. I have you know several things, and right. if I ever get to go back again, I'm going to probably one of my kids won't go to college, and that's fine. Right. Um, but uh, you know, it's 
Yeah, I think it's neat. Um, and, and the fact that you can only get it there during True. The six days. That, that I think we're a little spoiled because we live here. And yeah, we've been yeah, yeah, in yeah, our yeah, whole yeah. lives. And yeah. it's kind of like if I see a master shirt, it's I'm like, not a big deal. Eh, okay. But yeah, I will tell you, I have a friend. I have friends in Los Angeles and Chicago. Sure. And both think it's really cool. Yeah. So maybe wear it when you travel. Yeah. It's like, or went and wear a Georgia hat with yeah. it. Or an Illinois jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you for any. <laughs> the way Scott looked at me when he asked that question, it was a little like, or like, you know, whatever you ladies like. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got on the buy or sell. <laughs> all right. Well, um, it was good to be back here. Good yeah, to be back it is good. Back it's good to flex our muscles a little bit. And thanks yeah. to Colin for the bourbon. Yes. Um, and guys, we got G Day on Saturday. I guess the next time we get together, we'll be really close to the end of school. Um, mm-hmm. I'd have to assume we'll get together sometime in May. Yeah, uh, we, I mean, we want to get together for the off season. Yeah, we want to get together for the summer. Yeah, we'll have a few. Yeah, we'll have a, f- a few more episodes before we have season eight. Is that right? I, I guess so. I mean, you so know, it, it'll be weird because and it's always weird for the three of us too because you know we'll see each other once in February, once in March, once in April. Once in May, probably once in June. Sometimes we have a long gap between June and July. But then once SEC Media Days hits and everything, it's like we're here every week all the way through like January. And it's like we're brothers or something. Yeah. Well, my travel schedule in June makes it – in July actually makes it a little – a little dicey, but uh, um, well, and one of the things with my new role with Nalf is I'm going to be traveling some in the fall and a lot next year. So we'll have to yeah, be strategic yeah. about playing. It'll yeah. be like when Will's flying to New York every oh, yeah. Yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, it's good to see y'all again, guys. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think of us. Think of us uh, not as a podcast. This is what the, this is what the cast of Friends was like. Yeah. You know, they didn't see each other. For as much, and then but then they got together, and and then they, they were bonded forever. It just made magic. They were the closest six friends ever. That wasn't an act. It was. Not they were the closest act. six friends ever. Well, and we obviously have a few fans because I tweeted the photo out. And we got twenty one likes on it already. Well, that's because I'm in the front. I'm hiding in the back. <laughs> Thanks, Twitter followers. Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, best of uh, be safe out there. Enjoy the rest of your spring and the summer. And hey, maybe if Georgia makes, it, I'll put it this way: if Georgia makes the College World Series, Absolutely. we'll do a special show for yeah. that one. Yeah. Oh, if Georgia makes College World Series. Yeah. I'm going to Omaha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> you're going to wake up to what? Uh, whatever it is. What street? Yeah, whatever, whatever street you see the sunrise. <laughs> I, to be fair, I did see the sunrise over uh, Market Square because yeah. I slept two and a half hours and was too excited to sleep. Yes, yes. Uh, I didn't go down there because it was four degrees, but I could see, see Market Square from my condo. All right, peace, everyone. And we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, see you in a, in a few weeks, month, whatever it is. Uh, until then, go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back sometime next month. Date. Not sure yet, but definitely sometime next month. And then we'll do a show in June before things start getting ramped up in July when SEC Media Days happen. And the next thing you know, it'll be game week for Georgia and Oregon. But uh, keep in touch with us on Twitter. It's at WSLS Podcast. Instagram, we'll ramp that up as well with some photos as uh, we go throughout our summer. You can follow us there too. Same handle. But yeah, hope you enjoy your summer. Maybe we'll see you on campus sometime soon. And as always, go dogs.